with negative headlines about rates, um, just overall kind of negativity about the real estate market. But 2023 is one of the best years that I can remember for opportunities in real estate investing. You're listening to Alternative Investor Mastermind, where we do a deep dive on alternative investment opportunities and the lifestyle it can create. Join Jack Krupe as he presents actionable tips and tricks in doing passive real estate away from mainstream strategies. Go beyond the usual fix and flips and try less explored yet rewarding investing ventures from multifamily properties, mobile homes to cryptocurrencies. Do not miss this opportunity to escape traditional assets and finally create wealth without Wall Street. Now your host, Jack. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the 2024 kickoff episode of the Alternative Investor Mastermind. I'm your host, Jack Krupe, and uh, I'm all bundled up here because I am in Porto, Portugal. Um, went over here to uh, spend uh, New Year's and uh, had a great time, uh, visited some friends, saw a lot of the country, uh, but uh, it is pretty cold compared to Puerto Rico. So, um Caught a cold for a few days, but, uh, overall, uh, feeling good and, uh, really enjoying the, the, the lifestyle and the flexibility that, uh, passive, uh, investing has, uh, has afforded me. So, um, this episode, we're going to talk, uh, talk about uh, a couple things that, uh, that I'm doing to start off 2024, uh, somewhat of a year in review and, uh, really, uh, just some key steps to, to looking at your portfolio. Uh, how I'm looking at my portfolio and uh, how I'm thinking about, um, um, you know, calculating and, and figuring out investments moving forward in, in 2024. So, um, first things first, I want to do a little recap of the uh, stock market because I feel like every time we have uh, uh, an up year in the market, uh, people have short memories and, and sometimes it, uh, it affects their decision making. Um, and, and sometimes uh, I just don't, uh, I don't necessarily think people see the math and, uh, really, really do the math the way it should be done. So, um, we go back two years as an example, uh, 2022, the S and P was down 18%. And, uh, in 2023, it rebounded 24.8%. Um, so let, let's look at a hundred thousand dollars. If you had a hundred thousand dollars in the market in the beginning of 2022, at the end of 2022, it was down to $82,000. Now, these are simple examples. I know I preach a lot of dollar cost averaging, but uh, um, just using simple math here to, to drive home the point. Now, in 2023, the market was up, the S&P was up 24.8%. So if you take that 100,000 in 2022, it drops to 82,000. You make a 24.8% return, you're actually at 102,336. So that's over two years. You really only made two point two point three percent. If there's dividends, maybe you add another couple percent for dividends, but it, it's far below that eight to ten percent average that uh, that some would preach the you know the efficient market theory um, would preach. Now Nasdaq was down thirty three point four percent in uh, twenty twenty two. So you had a hundred thousand dollars in Nasdaq. You lost thirty three point four thousand, which actually works out to six six six. You have sixty six thousand six hundred dollars to start twenty twenty three, and uh, the Nasdaq had a big year. It was up fifty three point eight percent. I mean, the Nasdaq is a lot more volatile. So, again, after that entire year, 
after that entire two-year period, you'd have $102,430. That's assuming just taking the beginning of the year, beginning of 22 to the end of 2023. So for those that are scared about real estate or, or see negative headlines about real estate or, or see uh, a few of the, the syndications that, uh, you know, that made big headlines for being in trouble, uh, overall, real estate didn't have that bad of a year. A couple things I'm doing to start the year right here. I'm actually looking at all of my accounts and, uh, you know, I've got a, a pretty massive spreadsheet and, uh, I look through my brokerage accounts. I do, uh, still hold some, uh, some stocks, some treasuries. Uh, it's mostly just a place to park money until I find, uh, um, you know, interesting real estate deals or invest more through, you know, through our series of funds. But, uh, you know, I do have, uh, you know, some money, some money parked, uh, in those accounts. So, you know, I am looking at the overall accounts. I'm looking at, uh, um, where my concentrations are and, and just doing a little bit of that traditional, um, you know, kind of traditional portfolio management. And, uh, you know, I have a, a fair amount of, of cash flowing and dividend producing, uh, uh, stocks as well. So I like, I look at that concentration and really look at, uh, what our goals are at this stage in, in my life, uh, you know, um, living off of investments. So, um, tracking, tracking cash flow. What was the actual cash flow for the year? What is my projected cash flow for next year and balancing that, uh, that cash flow and growth? Um, I do like to take the investments and, and, uh, double check the actual IRRs. Um, I had a few investments cash out last year, uh, outside of real estate, some of my, uh, private equity, um, and convertible. I have some, some, some random deals in convertible debt. And one of them, um, you know, the gross return was reasonable, but, uh, it was very slow. And, uh, you know, they were touting a 25% return, but in reality, it was really an 8% IRR because, uh, to the amount of time it took for uh, the money to come back. So again, in, in, in last year's market, um, you know, a deal that, uh, you know, had some delays and challenges, you know, an eight IRR is not great, but it certainly, um, wasn't bad. And, uh, you know, I've had some other deals that have done extremely well in the uh, private equity space. So, um, for those that are already in real estate syndications, um, it's a, it's a great time to review, um, you know, all of your syndications over, uh, over the last year, um, check to see where they stand, make sure you've read your reports, make sure you've, uh, um, figured out if, if, if deals are, are projected to cash out in, uh, you know, in 2024. Uh, I know we have a few deals that, uh, you know, originally were going to cash out earlier, but have gotten extended because of uh, what's happening with interest rates. And uh, actually one or two that are, uh, even with the higher rate env environment, are probably just going to sell faster just because of a change in business plan. Um, so it's it's good to review uh, what your what your cash flow is for the year and what when you're expecting to get cash returned. Um, you know, one of the, the hidden costs, uh, to, to returns is just money sitting idle. And maybe it's a little less, uh, urgent, uh, in, in these environments where, you know, interest rates are still close to five. Um, but, um, you know, you need a plan in place to redeploy capital, uh, especially if it's going to be a profitable exit. So when you have a syndication cash out, uh, especially if it's profitable, you're going to have a capital gain. And, um, you know, it's important to have a plan in place on where to redeploy that capital and, uh, you know, generate some, uh, some paper losses through depreciation. It's a great time to look at your taxes for last year as well. Um, you know, many of you maybe filed early, but I know a lot of you probably filed, uh, September, October towards the deadline. And, uh, you know, maybe you were so busy with your own deals in year end that you didn't really have a chance to digest your taxes. But, uh, you know, take a look at what you paid. And more importantly, take a look at the active number 
and the passive number. And if you don't understand that, um, get with your CPA and make sure you're clear on, uh, on your active versus your passive income. And, um, if you have, uh, if you have a, you know, a high W2 job, there's only so much you can do. Um, however, there are some options through, uh, through oil and gas or through, uh, the short term rental loophole or through, uh, real estate professional status. But now is the time to start coming up with a plan for 2024. You can't wake up in October and say, how do I lower my taxes? Uh, you know, you really need to start now because if you're going to take advantage of, uh, things like real estate professional status, you need to have your hours documented and you need to be working a plan with your CPA as early as possible. And, um, you know, otherwise you're going to be, uh, going to be out of luck. For those that actually own property, if you are thinking of potentially selling sometime this year, I mean, there's still a shortage of housing, uh, in general, there's a lot of people, um, that are just locked in. I think 70% of the population is locked either below 4% interest rate or has a house completely paid off. So there's still a severe lack of supply. If you own a single family or small rentals as investments and you're thinking of selling, this is a great time to try to plan out your year. Uh, if you're going to do a 1031 exchange, as an example, uh, you only have 45 days to identify a property and six months to, um, uh, you know, to complete the transaction. So it's very important, especially if you're thinking of doing a 1031 into a syndication, which is possible, uh, through tenant in common. Um, it's really important to, to have these uh, opportunities lined up, uh, understand which, which sponsors you like, which sponsors you're comfortable working with, which areas you're targeting. Uh, because when these properties come up, there's a limited amount of time. And uh, once you have your property under contract for sale, you only have 45 days to identify syndication. So you want to have a few different partners um, that have uh, potential deals available so that when you're about to go under contract, you, you know where you could place that money and uh, you could save yourself hundreds of thousands of dollars in taxes. Generally, the minimum price, the minimum proceeds for syndication is, is, 500,000, uh, many syndicators, it's 750 to a million. So if it's a really small syndication, if it's, I'm sorry, if it's a really small rental property, if you're selling for a hundred thousand, probably not a fit for a 1031 exchange into a syndication. But, uh, you know, if you have amassed a, you know, a million dollar plus uh, portfolio and, and you're selling, um, a syndication could be a great option to, uh, go a little more passive, get into a slightly larger, more institutional property. And, uh, you know, with, with active, sophisticated institutional level management, uh, it's a different ball game than, than schlepping around dealing with, uh, you know, a single family or a few two family houses. And, uh, the last thing is, is to, to really take a look again at, at the, your overall goals. Uh, if you're looking to, uh, you know, join the fire movement, the financially independent retire early, um, try to back into, you know, to what your number is and, and how close you are to it. Where are your assets? What, what, uh, what, you know, what is your growth trajectory? What is your passive income? Um, I think a lot of people get caught up on that whole get to a certain dollar number and draw down and withdraw 4% a year. I, I think that's largely a load of crap. If, if you're, if you, uh, invest properly, you should have enough cash flow coming in at well above 4%, uh, to the point where you, you shouldn't have to draw down. If, if you invest right with the foresight and planning and, and, and have, you know, a 10 to 20 year horizon and, and syndications and uh, real estate investing are a part of your overall strategy, you should be able to build a portfolio 
that spits off cash flow consistently enough to cover all of your living expenses. And, uh, and at that point, you don't need to be withdrawing down a portfolio. Now, if you've read that book, Die with Zero, and you just want to, you know, spend and, 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 and blow it all. I mean, so be it. But, um, I don't think you should be in positions where you need to play Russian roulette with your life and your savings, where you're, you're worried if you're going to outlive your savings. I think with proper planning, you should be able to avoid that. So, you know, look at your real estate holdings, look at your cash flow, look at your stock portfolio, look at your retirement accounts. And, uh, now is the time to make sure they're structured as efficiently as possible. And now is the time to make some plans to invest into real estate syndications and research them. There's a number of conferences coming up and, uh, it is a superior way to invest in, in my opinion. The, uh, even in challenging times and, you know, there's some, some headlines of, of some deals that are challenged. But, uh, you know, when you look at the last two years, um, if you had, you know, just put all your money in the stock market, you've made 2%. But there are plenty of real estate syndications that were spitting off six, seven, eight percent per year consistently, even through this market. Um, anything with fixed rate debt has done extremely well. And, uh, you know, should yield, uh, tremendous returns. Um, there are uh, a small minority of deals that had variable rate debt that have some challenges with cash flow. But largely, if the operator is executing on their plan and they're renovating and raising rents, um, many of those deals are, are still going to turn out, uh, very well. And, uh, you know, in, in the scheme of things, if, if you look at the, you know, a syndication deal in 2022, it only needed to beat two or 3%. To, uh, to beat the stock market. Now, many people were scared last year. Um, you know, negative headlines about rates, um, just overall kind of negativity about the real estate market. But 2023 is one of the best years that I can remember for opportunities in real estate investing. With interest rates up, there was, uh, you know, some money kind of, uh, you know, left the market. It was harder to raise money and, uh, just with the uncertainty of interest rates, uh, there were some really good buying opportunities. The only people that were generally selling either had to sell because of, uh, just issues with their structure and, and, and affordability issues with, with debt, if they had variable rate debt or just life events. Uh, a few deals were, uh, estates where, um, uh, a family inherited the property and it was, you know, they'd owned it a long time. They had a very low basis and it was just time to sell. They, they, had done well enough. They weren't going to try to manage this property as a, as a group of heirs that, uh, you know, really weren't in the business of, of managing property. So, um, you know, a majority of the, the deals that sold were very opportunistic and were very, very good purchases that if they worked with five and a half, six, six and a half, seven percent interest rates, they will work a lot better with three, four or five percent interest rates as, uh, you know, as rates are, are coming down this year. So, um, it was a great year to invest. I think 2024, uh, you know, we're in, we're in a new normal where I think we have some stability. The five and the 10 year rate have, have come down to, uh, you know, uh, a reasonable level and, and the five and the 10 year have not moved nearly as much as the, uh, you know, as the Fed funds rate. That's the one that really moved 5%. Um, but you know, the five and the 10 year were at, you know, one and a half, two, and now they're at four. So, you know, they've doubled. But, uh, they haven't went up 5x. And that's largely 
what what tracks the long term trends. So, uh, you know, overall, we're still very bullish on on real estate. We're continuing to invest in uh, into real estate syndications in both multifamily, uh, as well as storage, uh, mobile home parks, um, and uh, marina RV parks. Uh, is is one of the the coolest asset classes we found. I know uh, a few other podcasters and syndicators all have you know their one thing that's uh, a little bit uh, out of the norm, whether it's ATM machines, whether it's car washes. Uh, for us, we've really fallen in love with the uh, marinas uh, and the RV parks. It's uh, I think it's a great asset class. It's mom and pop owned largely, so uh, you know our partners are buying off of. Uh, families that have generally owned them a long time. And, um, you know, it's, it's generally an affluent crowd. If you can afford a boat, it's usually a, uh, a luxury expense. Um, so, you know, while a recession may have a slight concern, it's usually, uh, you know, someone who's buying a boat, it's, uh, you know, part of their entertainment budget. And even if, even if we're in a bit of a recession, it's, uh, you can drive to your Marina as opposed to flying to Turks and Caicos. So, um, I think it's, uh, you know, recession resistant and uh you know the RV park uh, side of it for those that have RV parks that that's booming and that's part of the uh the you know the gray wave if you will of baby boomers uh you know retiring some of them moved to Florida some of them buy an RV so i think it's extremely well positioned and we're we're excited about this uh moving into 2024 and uh you know lastly we're excited about our partnership with uh Spectre Capital um i actually um uh, still sit on their credit committee and, uh, you know, very close with the ownership team there. And, um, you know, given it's much harder to secure financing right now, um, being in the, you know, the hard money or bridge, uh, space is, is, is a great place to be. And, um, you know, seeing some really interesting opportunistic loans, uh, where, uh, you know, we're coming in and helping out, uh, uh, sponsors that, that need money quickly and are willing to pay a high interest rate to, uh, get their projects moving. So, uh, really excited about that as well. So for 2024, we're, we're still, um, you know, bullish on real estate syndications and, uh, short-term debt funds. And, um, you know, those, uh, I'm, you know, at least with my money, my portfolio and our funds, uh, you know, we're confident that, uh, yeah, we're, we're well positioned to, uh, you know, beat the, uh, beat the S and P, uh, over that period of time. So, um, that's it for this episode. I would, uh, encourage everyone to please like, and subscribe on, uh, on YouTube and, uh, pod, uh, podcast platforms of your choice, whether it's iTunes, Spotify, or one of the other apps and, uh, connect with us on social media, both my personal social media account, as well as JCAM investments. And, uh, we do have a Facebook group also for the alternative investor mastermind. So check out the Facebook group and, um, you know, please, uh, it's, it's getting more and more active. So if you have questions, uh, want to reach out, uh, please, uh, please do. So that's about it for this episode. We'll see you on the next one. That's all for this episode of Alternative Investor Mastermind. Now that you know the many alternative opportunities out there all up for the taking, you can finally become ultra-connected and ultra-wealthy. Get more valuable advice from the experts by subscribing to the show at alternativeinvestormastermind.com. Become a winner in the world of passive investing today in alternative investment strategies. Thank you for joining us. Until next time.